Welcome back to Bulletproof Mindset, Scotland's number one health, fitness and entertainment podcast. Now, for you guys who are new around here, you're probably wondering why on earth have you left a leaflet on my car window? Well, that is because we, we're assuming that you're probably interested in improving your health and fitness journey and you've came to the right place. Now, in today's episode, we've done a reintroduction to who we are. What do we do? Uh, myself and James are personal trainers and we go into our story with a little bit of a background on what got us into this and what our mission is, making the world stronger, healthier and happier all through the power of lifting weights. So for all existing listeners, thank you so much for always tuning in. But if you are new around about here, we do release a new podcast every single Monday and Thursday at 6am without fail. We've managed to do this for a year and a half, so we're not going to stop now. There's fitness, entertainment, information. There is so much. But today, as Dale's already said, it's about me and him and how we got here. So enjoy today's episode. Right, so this episode is going to be a wee bit different for our regular thousands of listeners mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but for some newer guys tuning in you might be going who the fuck left this leaflet on my car Aye. so we thought today's episode uh we shall reintroduce ourselves um to our lovely regular listeners that listen to us week in week out i don't think we've actually reintroduced ourselves since episode one and two yeah, so that's not, like a year and a half Close, uh, close. No, it was. It was September. Aye. When you think about it, officially since we recorded. So and that year, there's a lot has happened in that year and a half. It's been a crazy year, but a year and a half of not missing two two episodes a week. I think that's somehow uh, that's been pretty good. Heather and uh, Ailey were in this morning, and they were saying uh, how like David and Heather had commented on that. Yeah, fair play to them. Aye. Two episodes a week. Every week. Podcast game is hard. That is. But. I mean, James, we're talking off camera and thought like we want to, we also want to push the podcast a little bit more. This is always going to be to provide free information. Of course, we've got programs and things like that that you can buy, but there's never going to be a pressure to buy programs. I think kind of off, anyway. well, <laughs> 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 off the rip, like the, the whole purpose of our podcast and having this platform, it's great to talk long form in depth about various different things in the health and fitness space. Um, we're obviously facing a health crisis or a health epidemic where we're we are getting unfitter as a society. And, and the reason for that is quite complex. But when you sort of break it down, I think you need to have these longer conversations. Mm. Um, fitness in the fitness space can be very overwhelming, very overcomplicated and... And I guess rightly so, but we want to have this as the platform to digest all of that overcomplicated BS and simplify it for and you also, guys. As you said, uh, you can't answer these questions in 30 seconds, 90 seconds, 60 seconds, TikTok or Instagram videos. Aye. You know what I mean? You're not getting the proper answers to your problems Aye. in the short form. So the long form is we are... Everything's at. Everything's at. The entertainment side as well. Absolutely. Now, we are here to entertain for sure. So yeah. if you're new around here, um, first of all, thank you for giving us a chance. Um, I'm sure we will not disappoint you. And if you listen to previous episodes uh, to this one, you'll not be disappointed either. You also will not need to go back to episode one and two. I definitely don't go back that far. Start from the most recent because like fine wine... We are aging well. We are aging well. <laughs> we are. Right, so let's get into like you. We'll start with you first, start right? And uh, we'll so go for like who is James McGinty? James McGinty. To the people. As a 26 year old man from Bells Hill. Um, how <clears throat> I was always competitive when I was younger. I was, I, was, I was actually thinking, I was like, I need to go into 
much depth as I can, depth as I can. Especially when I was listening, but I actually listened to back to the other one a wee bit, and I was like, "Did you? Wow, uh, man. I don't, I don't think I can." I'd cringe I was too like, much. Wow, we are way better at communicating <laughs> everything. I actually think we're actually both way better at just being ourselves as well. Yeah, like we weren't ourselves. Oh, we were ourselves back then, but we weren't yeah. who we are now. I've always been competitive, and I've always wanted to win. I was always into sports when I was really young, and then like my childhood kind of took a turn. And I was like pure depressed when I was like maybe 14. And then I went to be an engineer and I was like, this is, I hate this. And then like from there, I was like, fucking hate this, hate my job. Don't really like my life. Start taking drugs. So took drugs for a long time. Met a lot of good people when I took a lot of drugs. I did. Like genuinely, most of my good pals I know are from that era. You grassing them all in? (laughs) 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 Most of my good pals who I met who didn't do drugs. But honestly, mostly like we all congregated and that's when I started going you know what you don't actually need to be pals with people you have for school and then I was still doing my job and I was like I I, I can't do this job forever people would turn around to you and go you're going to be doing this for the next 40 years right and I'm like no 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 did it scare you? oh that scared the shit out of me well fuck that and I used to go to festivals with two guys John and Gary right and why they messed me when he I know them I know know of them I don't think of actually and we would go man I'd go man why look at them do you know that way? Because yeah, they were, did they do ca- calisthenics? Calisthenics, aye, calisthenics. And they were also just, they had done the fighting and all that as well. And like we'd go, ripped. and they would always get that attention. It'd always be funny and they'd always be energetic. And I was like, oh, I'd be like that, man. And then I remember before one of the first, we went to, I'd done like abs for like an, a, a month before. <laughs> six pack Straight training. days. And I had a wee mini six pack and I'm like, oh. And then somebody fucking commented on it. And then me and my pal, we came back for the festival and we're like, well, we start the gym. And we're like, aye, and we started the gym, man, the two What age are you at this point? 19. Ah, so you're a wee bit later getting into ah, well, the gym, I'm eh? way later. So I start, we start, and they both is trained together here, there and everywhere. We'd still go for McDonald's after the gym. And when you're young, you just do what the fuck you yeah, want. It's just bulking, you call it. I <laughs> just do whatever you fuck you 60 want. 60 chicken nuggets Tra- bulking. Training random shite all the time. And I wasn't really into it much at this point. And then me and my pal, always remember, told this story before, there was this girl we both fancied. And we went in a rave. This is three months into the gym, right? And I, I saw so I was nineteen at this point. And um, she walked up to. Us, she looked at something and then she went, "You just look bigger." That was it. <laughs> no, that's where it all changed. It's always a girl, mate. I know, but I was like, "We are taking this more serious." So we did. We started thinking a little bit more seriously. Still, bro, signed up, but we we're training hard. But what I was, what I was doing was training hard during the week, partying, partying at the weekend, taking, taking, taking everything, right? So at a point where I hadn't dealt with a lot of the things that I needed to deal with. And the inevitable was going to happen. The inevitable, you can't keep that up. It just hits you hard. And then I was like, I need to leave this job. So I'll leave this job. And then life boots me in the buzz. And by this point, I was like, I actually, I'd prefer to get more into health and fitness. Did you break down? What? Would you class it as a breakdown? <laughs> Mate, I would fucking many of <laughs> I know, but like, would you say that was the first? That was the real first. one? That was, that, that was horrendous. Mm. But then I was like, I want to like, I like deadlifting. I always like deadlifting. So I was always wanted to get good at deadlifting. So I did get good at deadlifting. And I was, so, mate, my knowledge was horrendous. See nutrition, I had like 20 to 40 chicken nuggets every single day. And then COVID hit. I wonder uh, why we do that, because I was the same, mate. All my mates done that as well. I, was I, don't, like, I don't, mate, no wonder I was, didn't feel good. <laughs> I felt horrendous. Aye. Then COVID hit and I stopped training altogether. 
So I think I'd hit a 210 deadlift with straps, like with terrible form, maybe a 130 squat. Still feels good though. Terrible like, form. It doesn't matter form-wise, like see when you're a younger guy and you hit that that milestone number that's been in your mind. It could be 210, it could be, one. usually it's 100, 150, it's always the round numbers to us, uh, but what you feel incredible. That 200 was the best feeling of my life. Nothing will feel better than that 200, I don't no, think. No, I don't think so. That was, we were <laughs> high on life. And then COVID hit, and I never trained for a year and three months. So I lost everything. I was the skinniest wee guy ever, but I made a good bit of money in that time. So I learned a wee bit about what it takes to hustle to get out the place you are. So I was like, right, I'm not in the same space I was in. And then I realised I had a lot of family stuff that I hadn't fixed yet. So I went on a journey fixing that. Right, and then I was like, I want to become a PT in the meantime of doing that, that's what I want to build my business on. And I spent like six months just sitting on YouTube. I was either playing games or I was sitting on YouTube, but I was learning, I was doing courses and blah, blah, blah. And then I, about a year later, after go back to the gym, I became a PT. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, that's what I've always wanted today. Like, everybody used to say back in the day, you become a PT, but your eating's terrible and you go out. Whereas this point, I didn't go anywhere really. Oh, people told you that? Aye, I never my, knew that. My, my, my eating was horrendous, mate. Were they telling you it then? My eating was horrendous. So you, f- for guys tuning into this, like you'll be able to watch us on YouTube, you'll be able to watch us on Spotify, but you're a, you're naturally pretty skinny then, aren't you? You're very, you come from the lean, Big like time. the hard gainer would class you as, Big hard time, to put mate. on size and, and muscle. So uh, it's funny, like that trap that you fall into, I think we all do. doesn't matter what calories go in. Put calories in your body. Aye. Like sound. That's uh, all I need aye. to hear. Ice that cream. Ben and Jerry's ice you cream just before eat bed. Man, you're like, cool. And it made me feel horrendous. But I would say, like, that part of my life, right? If you look back at that part and you go, fuck, man, like, why did you take drugs? Why did you go to, the, why did you spend all your money in festivals and that? And you look back and go, that is the only reason why I'm either now. Mm. Right? So you can't regret anything you do. Absolutely not. It no. was fun as fuck. Mm. It was detrimental to my health 100%. And I'll never go back. But at the end of the day, I think it gave me such a love for health on the other end of the spectrum that I put way more effort than a lot of people would into learning. Aye, because you, you leaned into it. It became aye, a lifestyle for aye, you. Aye, aye. So, like, genuinely, I was just sitting, like, every single day I'd watch a couple of hours on YouTube. Like, I wouldn't watch, like, Instagram and TikTok. That's no way you get your information for you. That's where you get wee sports information. You try it in your programming. But that's no way you get information on how to move, squat, bench, deadlift, actual proper nutrition. And then became a PT and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to like, I was in the gym that I was in, like new age, uh, I went into them, I just walked in the office and I was like, here look, I'm nearly qualified, be qualified very, very soon. I was like, he's taking one of the PTs, no, are you a bit bland about it? Like maybe, uh, probably next month, but we'll, we'll hang with you. I was like, I didn't like that vibe. So I went to- Did you have blonde hair at this time? No, 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 no. I had seen me my oh, blonde hair. That's probably why. No, like, they, they, that guy is a nut job. They, Do not hire him. They knew me my blonde hair <laughs> and they all seen my TikToks back in the day. So they knew exactly who I was. And then I went to Gym 24 and I got the job. And man, the learning that you get when you start becoming a PT is, or start, I mean, you say PT, start like running your own thing is insane. Aye. Are you looking at like the info, like you can learn book smart Aye. and it's this gradual process and things start to make sense. You're like, oh, that makes sense. I'll, mm. I'll tell clients to do that. Aye. And then you get your first client and it's like, like, fuck, this is the deep end. Aye. Like this client can I do this, this client can I do that. Like either whether it's in a training, nutrition, mindset, whatever it is. So many people have so many different issues 
that it just hits you like a ton of bricks and you're yeah. like, all right, maybe this game's not as easy as it is. And when you start PTing, you need to do classes. Mm. Horrendous. Don't get me wrong, I do know now that it built up my confidence because I was doing something that I really didn't want to do every fucking week. Yeah, yeah. Multiple times a week. Cleaning. Cleaning. Oh. Remember once upon oh a time? Oh my God. That so was I, I was going to say, if you do go back to any older episodes, you'll hear, you'll hear all this, you'll hear your journey because weirdly enough, like you came... What, three, four months after starting PTing, we kick off this. So you're nearly two years into PTing. No, no, mate, I was telling somebody the other day. That's crazy. It was two months when Gavin asked us to do the podcast. Was it? I've been PT for two months. That's how it all started, so... Imposter syndrome was Oh, I've been I've been in this gym two months. I met Dale for like a month. Right, so that, you didn't, we didn't know each other, really? Aye, we didn't, we didn't have a clue who MD was. And so I walk into this gym... And I am, I'm honestly driven as fuck, mate. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get I've this. I've never seen you were hustling, man. Aye, aye, I'm gonna get this. It's coming back, see that vibe? But um, I was like, they're like, Dale, Dale this, Dale that, Dale this. And I'm like, who the, who fuck the fuck's Dale? Aye. I'm like, Dale, 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 Dale. I don't give a fuck about Dale. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, show me who this cunt is. Because I was in my honeymoon. Aye, aye, aye. When you, when you joined, I was in my honeymoon. I remember meeting you before my wedding. Just... Aye. I think you came into the gym and I said hi or something. Aye, I we, had a we client. said hello. Um, and I remember you seeing you going straight up to the, the squat rack and that. And that wasn't the MDLs, but, but me. Aye, aye. And I was like, oh, nice, man. That's aye, class. Aye, aye, aye. And then uh, I think I messaged you when I was on my honeymoon, like, because I seen you post stuff and all that and showing support. I know. I was like, what a fucking. Aye, he's a snake. He's trying to snake me here. Aye, aye. No, I was like, what a fucking dick. And I actually can't, I can't remember what exactly happened in. I don't exactly remember why, but I remember you coming up to me and going, you want to make a video? Was that before or after Gavin, uh, Gavin asked us to come on? That was, uh, that was, it was before, because Gavin only asked us on because he seen we were making videos. So. so obviously I went into the gym and I was like, one of the things is, make as much content as you can, that's how you become better, get as many clients as you can, that'll make you become better, and then you walk up to me and ask, you want to make a video? And I go, whoa, 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 relax. Uh, what's his angle? Oh, <laughs> uh, whoa. Uh, and then we made a couple of videos, and then they were good, but it was... It was when we weren't we very good at everything. I, we, we were, mate, we were shite at everything back then. We were then. just learning. Aye, we were. We didn't know how to edit. We didn't know how to put captions on videos. Or if we were, it would take us hours. And then fucking Gavin messages us. Going, do you, want, do you just want to come on the podcast? Don't you just ask two people to come on? I'm sitting there like... Fuck, why? The fu- why, why us? Mm-hmm. Well, why, well, it wasn't actually thinking that. I was like, why me? Mm-hmm. We, me. I was like, I've been a PT for two months. He's like, no, it's cool. Like, no many people make videos in the area. And we, I mean, always remember that day, like we done that podcast, mm. and uh, we were fried after I it. Know. So it was the first time sitting down, and I don't know. I think there was a lot of pressure on. The, the, this was so for people who don't know Gavin. Gavin is funny enough someone who rents the podcast studio that I've built here from me now, aye, aye. which is crazy. But so once upon a time, it was Gavin had a good social media following. Um, Half a million people on TikTok, um, a lot of people on Inst- thousands and thousands of people on Instagram, really popular uh, podcast, and we got invited onto it, and it was sort of like, this is the big time break. Aye. I was like, oh shit. Aye. And, uh, and, it, and it wasn't, like, you play it up to that, but it's never going to be like that anyway. So, like, see, for anybody listening, right, everybody thinks podcast, it's so fucking strange, mate. It's the authority you get with it. Aye, you get some mad, people think podcasting is like... I don't, I don't actually, I can't remember how it feels to know their podcast now. Because we've done Because we've done so many, aye, like we are like, we're, we're podcasters and that is it. But before you're like, you want me to come on your podcast? <laughs> well, me? Aye. 
Like, it's like up here to you. And that's not how it is. We are just generally two guys having a chat and loving what we do. But when we were not after it, we were fucking gubbed. Brain was fried. And I was like, and then you then you were like, do you want to start a podcast? Yeah. And I'm like, mate, come on. <laughs> I was like, I'm cooked. And then we went on a wee journey of podcasting, which we'll go into that like once. I will do once, that when we come together. Why, why, once you come together. But then after that, my whole PT journey, uh, I'm pretty open and honest about it. I kind of started on a very rocky path. So I, I, when you start any business, no matter what it is, Getting into a toxic relationship is not the way to go. I done that and I learned actually. I look back now and I go, oh, I fucked that. And that is what you always say, you never fucked it. I can actually, the way I'm with clients now, knowing that I went through that, try to do everything. If a client comes to me and they're like, I'm not sure about this, 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 I go, here, look, I know a, I know good advice to give you because I've been through all that. Yeah, bef- I've been through everything that I've been through in the past. And also in that time, I was like, MD who came with me. As, as a coach, you're like, I want to learn as much as I physically can for these people. Mm. And then we done, like, the free strategy. Like, train people for free, train people for free. Get reps in. And that is how you become, like, good a good PT. Mm. And what, a year and a half after starting, we've got this podcast. <clears throat> got a solid business. And it's only going to grow. Aye. And it's been, what a fucking mad Aye. journey. Well, that's literally month over month since we started the our audience is growing mm-hmm. the feedback that we're getting and eternally grateful like i don't think it'll ever truly be like oh aye, that's expected like aye. i know it's going to happen i know each i know next month is going to be another great month mm-hmm. um but every time it happens i'm like wow i know i'm to listen to this uh so i so like so what would you say you're since you started as a personal trainer to where you are now like what do what do you believe i know we've got a mission for the podcast which probably ties in mm-hmm. to the same thing but is there anything that jumps out to you is like right this is why this is why i do what i do well, there's a few things for that but if you look at it when i started i was all just strength training squat bench deadlift now i, I understand that there's so many ways to train how many days exercises everything like so many ways to do this game Everybody will, I have no doubt that everybody would enjoy if communicated too properly mm. instead of all the other bullshit that's out there. Aye. Like your push-pull legs or your fucking shitey bodybuilding programs. Like, they are, I good, they work to a degree, right? But there is so much more to this fitness game. Like, when we first started this, fuck CrossFit, fuck functional fitness. We've all, we've totally changed that. No, we're not going to do CrossFit or that. But all these things have so much value in people's fitness journeys like, if you can get them, like, to go, here, look, you can do this, then this, then this, then this, for the rest of your fucking life, and you're going to become a fucking undeniably confident motherfucker. Do you know what I mean? And I think over the last year, after everything that happened, and then looking back on it, and getting such amazing client feedback, I go, everything that we're doing, I'm doing, is actually changing people's lives. Wow. Like, we we can make this big. Yeah. And I think that realisation is, like, it's crazy. Like, cause that's not a big, that's not a realization you just get. There's sometimes you go, I want to be big and successful. And then there's other times you look at it and go, right, this is what we've got. This is what we're building. This is what everybody's telling us. All right, we can do this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that We can change this person's, like, no even just go, oh, you've got a, bit, a better body. I'm fucking much more confident inside and outside the gym. I've got this new job. I've got this new partner. Yeah, it bleeds into so many different areas. 
seeing that is is the biggest part and understanding like what the purpose behind it is. Like before, it was yeah, definitely make money. I I want to build a personal training business. Now it's how many people can we help? How many lives? And then also, if we've got business structures in place, then you will make money. Yep. But the, the forefront is how many people can we help? Do you know what I mean? That was probably the biggest change for me. So what about like in terms of people then, like the messaging. So still a big believer of squat bench deadlift then. Still the the biggest believer. Bread and butter. Now that will be a running theme in this podcast. I know that, that will never <laughs> fucking change. No, I won't. I won't. Like uh, you should be squatting, benching, and deadlifting at minimum. There's many other movements that should come into that. Yeah. But if we're just talking like what you see in videos and that. You say you say the point there, it's definitely something that's a sign of our growth and and probably emphasizes more why we're doing a podcast like this, why we're hoping that more people tune in because a lot of people are very campy when it comes to the training. No, no campy in the sense like, oh my gosh, like more, <laughs> more so like this is the way you have to train. This is what you have to do. And see as long as everything has some form of resistance training, there's so many different ways to skin a cat. So fucking many. And we want to kind of open up our show to interviewing guests and various different things, which we have done in the past and we'll continue to do, to show maybe a different side to training. Mm. Like whether it was a bodybuilding spit, bringing somebody on to communicate the effective parts about it. And it's, this is a quote that we say on the show time and time again, and it's, don't take our opinion, don't take someone else's opinion, hear the for and against it, apply it to yourself, make your own mind up. I make your own mind um, That's the best that we can do for uh, for for anything in life, really. But um, again, I guess that's why it gets overcomplicated. It's like, but he's telling me to deadlift and they're saying to do machine exercises and they're saying to do crossfit and they're that's, saying to that's do high aye so um the main i think the main thing for me is always going to be look we need more like most of you guys tuning into if you're new tuning into today's episode if you're already here you're already interested in fitness in one way or another and the way that we truly change the world for a better is inspiring other people and helping to communicate to other people aye. the fantastic benefits you're going to get from resistance training from pursuing your health and fitness journey like we say it bleeds over into how you are in your relationship how you are as a parent how you are as a son daughter friend brother sister it it, it changes you mm -hmm. as a person and the better you are the better our society gets it's I as agree. simple as that we'll go right back to that though right uh, we'll circle who, back around. who is dale so Dale How is, did we get here? Dale is the most handsome one at the time. Is he fuck? He is the strongest. Is he, he is fuck? The biggest. <laughs> yeah, he's got that one. He's got that one. Uh, but who is Dale Crosser? So I'm slight I'm only a couple of years older. Oh! I'm 30. <laughs> I'm 26. Four years older. You're no, 27. I'm, 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 I'm 27. Right, so next three one. years older. Um so just on 30, um married. I'm in a I'm in a long term relationship. Me, I've Which got Which is also why I like him. I uh, so I've um myself and, and my wife Jillian, we've been together for this is our twelfth year together. Been Fucking married for, for two years. So um in as much as this is a health and fitness podcast, we do talk about like out with uh well, just life, don't we? We, oh, we get into the life part as well. So let's rewind then. So I personal training wise I've I've probably been I've been in it as a full time job for what, three, three and a half years ish. Mm -hmm. And I guess on or off, maybe if you want to 
tallied up to like five where I was doing part time and doing wee programs for for various different people but um very much like you high school competitive guy like mm-hmm. I ran my first country, cross country race I came I don't know 30th in first year 40th or something like that and uh, seeing the attention all the girls gave the guy <laughs> who finished first I was like fuck this I want that fuck this so second year oh man that's when I started <laughs> working on myself second year in high school but I was very drawn towards sport Academically, I've always been a bit of a dumbass. Um, so I, I, was say, a, I was, I was kind of opposite. Are you were, you were much smart. better at sport than me, but it sounds it. Aye. Aye, aye, aye. So I, because I, I got right into basketball and all sport. I, I, I say this all the time, and I don't mean it to be cocky, but generally, I can pick up it pretty well, and I can aye. be above average on because most you things. Enjoy it. Aye, because the, you love the, the movements. Aye, aye. aye, and I guess it's something I'm a wee bit grateful for from um, my mum and dad and them splitting up and going to different schools where there was different sports trying on trying different uh, it kind of kind of changes your your learning curve and all that but um yeah high school my first kind of taste of working on myself was that cross-country race but then the second time was can't remember why i done this but i just decided remember those little ab crunches that you used to, it's like a wee it's like a wee rack. Aye, what? Aye. Remember that? And aye. you used to hold it and they'd lift aye. your head up. So that was my first piece but of fitness. What fit- is that? Uh, was fitness. That's a weird that f- piece of fitness equipment just died in the, the last mate, 10 that, years. My dad used to have that. <laughs> so, uh, aye, aye, aye. I think it's because you could put your arms on it. Aye, aye. Hopefully you know what we're, we're talking about here. But I had that in my room and I was like, I'm just going to start doing 50 of them. And then I started doing that and 50 press-ups every single night. Didn't miss it. Don't know why I was doing it. Uh, I think I was thinking it was going to make me better at whatever I was doing because I was running and all this sort of stuff. And then I'm third year, third, yeah, third year going into fourth year. And still never kissed a girl. Still never kissed a girl. But (laughs) the rumor starts going about that they always get a fucking eight pack. Oh, yes. All the wee attention I was getting, like, for, for, like, different girls and all that. And then when you get to fifth and sixth year, there was, like, a wee fan group who, like, first and second years and that. So I was feeding my ego oh, and I was like uh, that. Say that again. <laughs> no, like, wait, wait, say you know, that again. You know how, like, first and second years, like, fancy, like, the fourth, fifth and sixth years? So it, was, it wasn't like I was fucking being pedo or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It feeds the ego and you're like... That's quite a wee bit of a swagger, eh? Do you know what I said the day I said that to the up them? I love when guys fancy me. <laughs> because it just feeds you like, oh, that, like, you need that, that confidence boost. Aye, that guy thinks I'm hot. No, but I did get you, I did. Go. So, aye, so that kind of, I guess, kickstarts my whole, my whole fitness journey. And I was a big believer I was going to be a PT when I left school. And I think a lot of us fall into this trap. Sadly, I think I gave in to a lot of pressure from my parents i don't think they intentionally done it no no i don't no. think my dad did my mum did or whatever but i sort of was doing uh i was a i was a milk boy i was doing like delivering milk making turner quite a week which is good when you're in fifth year oh, sixth year and um, started doing like chinese deliveries and i was working for my stepdad so i was getting cash in hand and i started going oh, what do pts get and it was all everybody keeps their cards like obviously the internet wasn't as good as what it was like uh, 12 no Aye, 15, no, 15, 13, 14 years ago so you couldn't really find out the salary of a PT but one thing I did take note of I was like I don't really see any old PTs so can I be I just made in my mind without speaking to anyone I was like you can't make a business or you can't do well being a PT mm. I'll go to college uh, sorry I went to college I was studying to be like sports science whatever it is and thought I would be a PE teacher because that was the only fucking class that I'd done well in and decided to quit because I was like, I can make money doing what I'm doing here. 
So I just leaned into that. Um, this is a kind of kind of summarizing this story was doing these little cash and hand jobs and then realised that all my friends and uh, when I met Jillian, like they were at uni. I had massive insecurities and not being smart enough. And I said to myself, I was like, fuck man, I'm, I've fucked this. I was like, I shouldn't have left college. I should, I should have stayed in college, go to uni because that's what you do. Everybody does, I And um, I was like, fuck. And then in my mind, money is the main driver, but I don't know what a good salary is. But I remember hearing my friend who got a job in the railway at the age of 18 and he was on 27 grand and I was like imagine having 27 grand I'm set for life if I have 27 aye, grand aye, aye, aye. so anyway um I'm applying for I'm looking at different jobs and I, I seen that I'm doing a very manual labor job I'm I'm lifting marble fireplaces I'm making them hoofing them up and down very very physically active and I hear that people who answer phones in call centers can get paid like 20 grand a, a year and I'm on 35 40 quid a, a shift cash in hand and I thought I can sit in my arse all day and answer ah, phones yeah, easy peasy so I just started applying I applied for BT and I applied for John Lewis I eventually got I didn't hear back for BT at the point got the job in John Lewis transition and I was like this is, this is class mm. I was like this is easy peasy similar to you though uh, I'm in my bulk mode I'm eating everything because it's Fuck I'm not seeing you're a young guy like you're packing on the size easy. I was always I always get told I had whole legs because I was eating tons of food, but I was physically active as well. Oh, yeah, Sitting in the gym five, six days a week, um, doing all the push-pull leg splits. And, and I'll probably mention, like, since I left high school, I've followed some fitness influencer, some fitness influencer programs. I've always been interested. So throughout this whole career of my, my own journey, I'm learning in the background. Anyway, I get into the office world. And... Within the first year, I, I got a job with BT, got an apprenticeship. The woman phones me up and she's like, um, you applied for this job two years ago. Uh, do, you, do you want an interview? And I'm like, nah, it's okay. I'm comfortable in John Lewis, like blah, 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 blah. And uh, she was like, oh, but the job's like, it's, you're an apprentice for the first year, you're on 13,000 and then it jumps to 28,000. And that number would just in my head for my mate telling me when I was 18. And I was like, that's my... That's my that's my number. Aye, that's I your, could I could make my number at the age of 18, 19, Are you kidding? And I was like, I'll, okay, I'll take it. I'll go for the interview. And the interview process. This is where I'm kind of. I didn't know at the time, but I definitely had more of a, uh, I guess a, a leadership skill within me from all the sporting and working on myself and challenging myself. Because you go in there and there's fifty people in a room. And there's 50 people every single day and there's only 10 jobs by the end of it. And it's pure like uh, apprentice type style, like you're building Lego blocks and they're, they're trying to find out how your communication styles, how do you work in groups, aye, aye. who takes natural charge. So aye. I know all this aye, aye. and I'm going in, I'll leave that. I'm in. the boss. I'll, no, I left that interview and I was like, I fucking smashed that. Aye. And uh, I got the job and uh, that was me. That was me. I stayed with BT Openreach for seven seven whole years and climbed through the ranks, became a coach, became a manager, became a senior manager, went to date, uh, set up different sites and all this sort of stuff. But the one thing I loved about that job that kept me in it so long, as much as I'm so interested in fitness and working on myself was the coaching aspect. So being a leader, I'm, I'm helping people who aren't great at their job to become better at their job or I'm managing a team, I'm managing performance, I'm finding out about business politics and all that sort of stuff. All things I didn't think would matter, but I was, I was like, this is, this is quite good. I like this. I like the freedom. I like the I like the intricacies of like coaching people. How do you speak to them? And learning this skill of coaching. And um, 
Jillian got a so I met Jillian when I was nineteen. She got a job in BHS, which was down south in Nottingham. Best thing I ever done in my life was um, say to well saying to her like you should take that job. I'll move with you. And luckily I got a transfer, and that opened up a world of many other opportunities. Anyway, fast forward, we're down there for four years. We then moved back up. I'm 28 years old at this point. Oh no no, I'm, yeah 27, and I get the biggest promotion I've ever had. Company car. In open reach, I'm continuously climbing the ranks, but the last couple of promotions I've had, I've chased them and I'm, I'm not feeling fulfilled. I know what that word's mean now, but I didn't know what that word meant then. I was like, why am I so, why do I feel so shit? Mate, do, do you know, it's like the corporate, oh, you're getting a three grand bonus, no, a three grand pay rise, like, doesn't do much. Uh, it's not even that, like, the, I got, like, rewards and, I don't know, like, called out like you're doing well you're smashing it and all that and it's like it was feeding my ego and I was comfortable but I got to a place where I wasn't I wasn't uncomfortable I didn't push myself out of my comfort zone anytime I did it was going for a new job role Mm -hmm. so I would go for a new job role and a year into it I'm like right okay nailed this one what's next anyway that year so it used to be like two years and then it was a year and a half and then it was a year and then it became right I'm three months into this role and I'm bored already I've got this role down so anyway, one of the last biggest promotions I got, uh, which was a it's like a, an area manager in Open Reach, and usually it's only engineers that can get this role. I had no engineering experience, but I was a good leader. I feel I, 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 I wholly kind of think I'd done pretty well in there, and I got the job. And two weeks in, I was like, "Fuck!" That feeling's coming back of like. This isn't really any different to what you've been doing. The higher up the chain you get in the corporate world, the, the more you do. The more actually, the more childish and more politics just comes into play. You're talking about it's meetings about meetings about mm-hmm. having meetings and mm-hmm. and productivity and all this like business operation stuff. And I was like, I really don't have. It's less of the doing and wondering what everyone else is doing. I, I was like, I don't have a passion for this sort of health and fitness, mm-hmm. this uh, lines and broadband, and I start seeing. Things on YouTube. I'm I'm listening to podcasts as well. This is probably the, a big thing to highlight here. That when I was down in Nottingham, me and Jillian moving away from here, we only had each other. We had to make new friends and all this sort of stuff. So it can be quite lon- lonely. So I had a, a commute to work and I found a podcast and I just started listening to these guys. Three guys that used to be PTs were combined of 90 years, no, 60 years experience. They'd manage gyms and all that. So just hearing their stories about it. And the more I listened to, the more I was like, man, I'd love to do, do that, that, man. Like one, I was like, man, one day I would, I would just love just to pack everything up and just go for it. But I was like, nah, that can't be me. The next thing I'm working out in the morning and I'm pausing my earphones and I'm listening to PTs coach their clients. And I'm like, man, they've got such a cool job. And I'm like, no, no, I can't do that. You can't make money. Like, I'm, I'm the thing, the thing that the barrier I broke down as well. I right? should system. Well, you start, you could Google salaries then. And I looked at it and I was like, PTs can make roughly about 30 to 35k a year. That's what I see. And I'm like, that I'm making more than that. I can't, I'm not prepared to take less of a pay cut because I'm, I'm holding the monetary value higher than my fulfillment. I'm getting fulfilled because I'm doing, I'm kind of telling myself that, yeah, I'm, my job's important because we change people's lives through lines and broadbands. Like aye, I've, aye. I've convinced myself convinced the mission. I'm bought, I, and I'm, I'm actually bought into the mission. Uh, but yeah, that last job promotion, I was like, Nah, and I turned. I was getting married in a in a year's time at this point, so we're saving for a wedding. And I turned to to Jill, and I was like, "I think I'm going to quit my job." And she was like, "And, and do what?" And I was like, 
I think I want to become a PT. And she was like, really? Because we'd spoke about this before. She's like, if you think you can do it, go for it. I was like, cool, that's all I need to hear. Aye, aye, that's and the reassurance like, that I need. And I just doubled in. That's I, the only one person's reassurance that I need. I said to myself in my head, I was like, fuck everybody else. Let me get three months saving. As soon as I get that, I'm out. Aye. And I remember saying to my, my boss, I mean, I've got the call recorded because it was such a big pivotal moment. But I was like, I am going to give this everything and make this as successful as I possibly can. And I'm going to use all the years of experience from being in BT because I got a lot of leadership experience. I got seeing how other people manage, just dealing with different people, seeing how business operates. I was like, I feel I'm in a good position to do this now. And I remember telling Marcus, and he's like, ah. he says, you're mental for leaving this role. Mate, Again, they try and, try and cuddle you in. And it's like, I felt so guilty because I'm a big people pleaser as well. And I even said to him, I was like, like I know my notice is a month. I'll, I'll stay two. I stayed four. <laughs> stayed four to help them out. And you know, eight years being in that company. Means nothing. My last day. Bye. Right. See you later. And and I got a few messages and stuff like that for people over the years. But I was like, wow. Was I was like, the, the way this was told to me was, I remember one old guy in the in the company, and I was moving on for an, another role earlier on in in my career, and he was like, Dale, you're a ripple in the pond. And I was like, what does that mean? You know how when you throw a stone, as soon as you leave, it's like you've thrown that stone, big ripple a wave. You go, see, after a wee bit of time, can't even see the effect that you ah, that you, you had. He says, so no matter how great a manager you are, how great you do in a role, is like seeing this corporate workplace, it does. It, there's, there's always somebody else that's going to fill your shoes. Mm-hmm. Whether they do good, better, worse, uglier, they're going to do it, and they'll find the business will find a way to move on. And I was like, fucking hell, man. And I think him saying that to me, like. This was about a year and a half, two years before I ended up leaving. I think that planted a seed in my brain and started growing and growing and growing. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I started, I mean, I don't mind telling this story now, but I was, being a senior manager, you get a wee bit more flexibility in your schedule. So I had a garage set up, managed to get move into a house just before COVID and got my own wee gym set up. So the gym shut down and people were like, oh, it's class, you've got your own gym. And I was like, come over, yeah, I'll train you. So I'm working in, in BT this time and I start training people and I'm like, right, let me see if I can actually train people. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you train your first person. You're like, okay, we're going to squat. And they squat and you're like, no, that's not what I told you to do. Like squat like this. And they're like, I'm. And I'm aye, like, can't do it. okay, there's more to this game. Aye, aye. So I managed to get one of my mates that then became my mate's brother that then became Jillian's friend. And then it just word of mouth started spreading. And I was like, right. Yes. This gave me the reassurance thing. It was like two, three months. Got my PT qualification and like you, I was like, I'm going into this gym and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go up to them and say, Yeah, I'm prepared to do whatever it takes to work in here. Mm-hmm. Um I'll clean toilets, I'll learn the classes, I'll learn the operations of a gym model. And that's what we've got in common though. Right, so the, We're about the, the day the, and I think you need to. I think I think everybody we've all got that within us. I think there's some people that maybe out there the their egos like no, I'm better than that. And I, I remember in my old workplace, me and my mate, my ba- best mate worked in there, and the managers come up to us and says, look, there's been rat shiting up the back, we need somebody to clean it up. And I was like, you got hazmat suits and all that, like gloves? And they're like, aye. I was like, cool, I'll do it. Aye. When do you want me to do it? And they're like, aye, we'll do it tomorrow. And I was like, cool. I never blinked an eye. And then, this is why we have that in common. Like, we'll, if we need a date, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I would say to Andy, who's like, how's listen? <clears throat> if you need a date, just do whatever it is. And they came in the next day, we're like, we're only kidding you on, fucking hell. Like, they were like, we didn't expect you to actually say I yet. <laughs> it's like you killed the joke. <laughs> I know, mate, I wasn't, wasn't bored. Like, you said you had everything there. 
and like that is what make like that's what you need to be in this in this field because there's going to be people people who can't do what you tell them to do, and there's going to be people who reject fuck at you. No, do you know what I mean? You, you Rejection's a massive one. If you don't, if you go through life not getting rejected, and you get rejected at the the for the first time at the age of. 30 let's say Man you Depre- Depression will hit you Straight after it It hurts But then if Like when we met We started the podcast Then we started podcasting Twice Three times a week sometimes We done I think we'd done Three recordings in a week But we'd drip them out For For two But we've done three Three episodes a week That's our interview episodes That'll come out Aye. Once or twice a month And then We had to do all the editing Which to learn it all. Was fucking horrendous Aye, it? Worst time of my life <laughs> That was No that was Like see that We for anybody who doesn't know, how there's, to, a, how to there's a lot a, that goes in. How to make a podcast? You need to click. You need to watch it. And I, I tell people this and go, "What? That we need a day. That's what we need today." And you need to click one, two. And f- if somebody else starts speaking, you need to click the hang. Uh, you need to click the button. And that was. And then we to start editing on the computer. And I merely chucked it. My- no, even that. See if you think about it. We've recorded what maybe ten episodes that we couldn't release because we fucked them up. Aye. Think about those ones as aye. well. So, so I so um I guess I'll fast forward to. Like I hustled in the gym like you as, as well and that's I think that's one thing that I was drawn to when you came into gym twenty four. No no nothing against any of the RPTs there. Like I just I don't know. Nobody else was making content and I was making content, I was filming. Um because I just wanted my whole idea was people have only ever known me as working in open reach. People don't know me as a personal trainer. No, no. I need to get my brand out there Change as a good personal trainer, not just a personal trainer. I want to be known as the best personal trainer in my area that was that was the mentality that I had and it's not to be better than anyone else it's just to be have a good fucking solid reputation because that what what business wouldn't they want that I so I started training people for free and I had a very successful first year in PT like very successful okay yeah um that but it's <laughs> all like you yours was successful in your own way I like, know that, it, everybody's is and I think mine's was Mine's when that, that journey wouldn't have happened if I didn't work in open reach because I needed to, to live in a different uh, country. I needed to experience different cultures. I needed to connect with personal trainers and watch them and follow them, not just for a couple of months, for years, mm-hmm. like like three, four, five, six podcast episodes That's how a it week. started so easily. Learning, I, and, it, and it did. It was very natural. Because of everything before. Because of, because of the work that was put in. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, so my first year at PTN was was very successful. I managed to get my one to one books filled out pretty quickly. I go in my honeymoon, and then that's when you came in at the gym, and I come back and I start. When you go away, you're trading time for money. So I was like, oh shit! I've I used to have like fifty, sixty sessions a week, and now I was like, I've got thirty now, which is still is is great. But I'm like, right, I was used to X amount of money coming in, and I was like, there must be a better model to this. Um, and that's where I thought property was going to be the answer. Aye, so I was like, no, okay, I if, I, if I have a house that's bringing an income, I don't need to worry about sessions as much, but I'm still always going to train people. So I was like, I'll do that. And I, I went to that property course and then realised, I was like, nah, I quit my old corporate job when I made good financial stability and I guess lifelong career, if you look at it that way. But it wasn't that, I wasn't fulfilled with doing that. So Aye, I'm not prepared to give that time up. And because I, I think when I realised I, I was starting to do well in the PT inside of things, in my head I got that flashback to when I was listening to that podcast and I was uh, the Mind Pump guys. And I was like... I want to be that. I was like, no, no I want to be that. I was like, I want to have that. 
mm-hmm. want to have the opportunity to do a podcast because mm-hmm. the short form stuff was all right but i was like it's easier for me to sit down and talk like i'm talking to a client and i'm like how do i make this a 60 second video we've been chatting for fucking half an hour man. Uh, so so i say so in my head i'm thinking yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna start a podcast and before i went away in my honeymoon i wrote the coach crosser podcast it was going to be called and and then I was like, ah, I know G4 do podcast hires and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, we come back, we start creating content, doing our own thing. I'm learning how you're editing your videos. Um, you're sharing the stuff to me. I'm sharing the stuff to you, like of how we how we go about our editing. And then that's how I was like, yeah, I just make videos together. I'm like we're both trying to fucking figure this out. Aye, aye. I'm no clue. I don't, I don't. I've got a wee bit of clue. Aye. You've got a wee bit of clue. Surely, if we both come together, we can fail quicker and we can learn quicker. Aye, aye. And uh, we get invited onto Gavin's, and then I was starting a podcast, and I knew it was something I was going to do. But I was like, why do it alone? I was like, <laughs> I was like, you want to come on board? Scariest thing ever. <laughs> to and we'd only known each other for what two months? Six weeks, seven weeks, mm-hmm. which is quite crazy when you think about that. But Insane. I think uh, I think the years of working in BT allowed me to. I can. I feel I can read somebody pretty well. Yeah, you can get. And it, yeah. I, I mean, like anyone listening, I don't think it's a smart thing to do. Like, <laughs> take a gamble on a random person aye, to come aye, into aye. business with. But here we are, like a year, uh, a year and a half later, and our relationship's only getting stronger. And um, only getting better. What we do. Uh, all I, all I needed to kind of hear at that point was, here, are you prepared to kind of do this podcast game? For a long time to no see a return, and you were like, "Aye," and I was like, "Right, cool." I know. I was like, "That's that's all I need to hear. I don't need you to be perfect. I don't need you to be anything." Because I know you. I know you were opening up about that at the start. There, you didn't quite know who I was, imposter syndrome, and all that. But all I cared about was you had a strong passion to get people fit and healthy through the power of lifting weights. It's funny because back then I was like, "Nobody will listen." And it's only recently I went, "All right, people will listen." Aye. Do you know what I mean? Thousands of it's, people. It's listen. mad. But back then I was like, right, what, what, what? I just, every episode we've done, I was like, I actually don't know what I'm doing this for. Because I don't know who the fuck's going to listen to this. <laughs> like, I genuinely, I was like, who? Who? Because only listen, the podcast that I listened to was Andrew Huberman. I loved Andrew Huberman's. I was like, the reason I love Andrew Huberman's is because he can go into, like, intricate detail. detail huh? And I was like, I can't do that. I can't <laughs> do that. And then fight, like, slowly but surely, like, your style and my style works really well together. Because I'm quite loud. And you're good at getting the information out, getting the questions out, and I'm just good at whatever. <laughs> just, I'm just Blether. good. I know, I'm just good at blathering, and that works fucking super well. I, I think. Yeah. But at first, I was like, "We are so different. Is this going to work?" Do you know what way I thought that at first? It's funny because you said that. You say that just now, and that was the reason to we started. Aye. We're like, you've got an opinion on this Aye, way we're of totally training. Different. And I've got an opinion this way. I was like, why don't we do a podcast recording on that? Aye, aye. And have a... Because the good thing I liked about you, like, right at the start was when we were arguing about... No, arguing. When we were debating about pre-workout, right? In our belts. Belts, belts I was like, I don't have think lifting belts for pussies. And you're like, nah, come on. They do this, they do that. And I was like, here, this is good chat. Aye, aye, I was aye, like, aye. I'm enjoying this chat. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, a lot of people can actually benefit this because we've all got too much ego sometimes. And it's mm-hmm. like, nah, if you lift a lifting belt, you're pussies. And you don't even entertain the opposing argument to it. Mm-hmm. So one of our first e- episodes was about uh, lifting belts, mm-hmm. communicating for it, the points against it. And then we still disagreed by the end of it. Oh, and, and it was like, right, I hear your point. But We're still disagreeing this day. It doesn't matter. But because at the end of the day, it's no... It's never like disrespect. It's it's from a place of respect as well. Mm-hmm. And I think as the as this podcast has grown as well, the 
we're, we're in a place where that's even more so like the the thing that you don't realise that does most harm is like nah that's a load of pish and don't get me wrong there's or a lot of stuff is, out there there's a load of pish one like, extreme or the other aye you should only do this or you should never do this aye but I, I, I really want to be the kind of what the uh, fuck are you doing I'm, I'm going to take a drink of water <laughs> but I don't know it was like crushing in at the top um, aye but I want to I want to have the I want to be the go to people especially in in our area and in, in, in Scotland where People can go, right, you know what, that makes sense. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm going to listen to this because I know they'll argue and for it them. and they'll argue against it and I'll be able to have a more informed opinion on whatever it is mm. by this. And look, here's, I'll probably say this in the intro because I think some people when they open up, it's like, who the fuck are these guys? What do they know? Blah, blah, blah. But one promise that we've said a number of times on the show is six months from today, we will be better than where we are. We're continually growing. James is so committed to it, he got it <laughs> tattooed on his wrists. Kaizen. Uh, Kaizen. 1% better every day. And, it, and as cheesy and corny as it, as it may come across, it's absolutely true. Oh, it means like, everything. We need to, we need to, always, don't always, uh, progression can mean so, can be very complex in itself, but it doesn't need to be you're getting stronger on a lift. Sometimes right. it can be you've learned a new technique, you've you learned be, a new You mentality. wake up and you go, what can I do to be better with how I'm feeling? So say, I actually need rest. Right, that's what I do today. But after this rest, I get up and smash it. What can I do today when I'm feeling fresh? Fuck, well, I can do fucking as much as I can possibly can. Do you know that way? <clears throat> so, the mission for both of us then, for, for the podcast, the Bulletproof Mindset, we, we're also located in Airdrie as well. Should I actually mention that? And, oh, and from time to time, we're going to do live events. We're going to do some lifting workshops. We're really trying to make a, a big impact in in the space of health and fitness with the the kind of what would you say the big dream is? The big dream. The big the big. Oh, don't want to say it, do we? Why not? I think no wanting to say it is like the Genu- ego of genuinely yourself. In time, whatever the one of the biggest like top three podcasts in Scotland. And uh, the only reason I say okay. Scotland is because we're okay. fucking proper Scottish. Do you know what I mean? Some people might not be able to understand this. Half our half our audience is English. I know, no, I know, but probably top England, right? Oh, look, maybe UK, right? I hundred percent Scotland. I go for UK, but that's why you need to brush up in your slang. Hundred <laughs> percent Scottish, and then from a like be one of the the most well known fitness uh, whatever it is clubs and. In Scotland, do you know what I mean? I, we could make it bigger, but for me, just being the biggest in Scotland would be more than enough. Yeah, because you, you go into it, like I was in the chemist earlier and I was looking at everything. And I go, man, you need help. Do you know what I mean? Like if you just what well, market? You're all dying. You're all in the chemist for no, your, but they, your medicine, <laughs> squat, bench, and deadlifts. People, <laughs> get your microphone. I, <laughs> but do you know what? If they could just listen, because I don't think. Especially these days, we are way like what back in the Secondary day, we'd be like, This is good, this is bad, blah 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 blah. <clears throat> the way we communicate everything, I think, is very, very fucking good. And I think if more people could just sit down and listen to a couple of episodes and go, Yeah, that is the kind of life I would want to live. Different perspective. I'm much, I think, <clears throat> I think we've got the perspective dialed in. Mm. I don't think we're right with everything, but I think the overall perspective of how we should, how, why you train is is there. Yeah. And I think more, more people are seeing it and going, That is how I want to live. I don't think um, I, I think you're right. It's no, it's not that. Think you're being right with everything. Is 
being the first to go here, I was wrong about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think we've always had that from a, a kind of younger, a younger version of ourselves, which was pretty good. Like it's came out in the workplace in the past. It's mm-hmm. no, it's like like you said, it's like why we're bamming you up about the rat shite. It's like, and, and what? You, it's my job to do. Like, aye, aye, aye. Like, whether you're right or wrong about it, like, I'm prepared I'm here to, to do aye, it. I'm prepared to, like, either prove the point right or 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 wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to There's commit no to it. Yeah, I want to commit to it. So, so yeah, no, nah, I, I like that goal. I'm, I'm the same. I like the, I don't think, I think with health and fitness, we're always drawn to the Australians, the Americans like they they have a wider scope of practice because there's more people um and that was my biggest frustration of why I wanted to start a podcast because when I was looking for is there anything in Scotland is there anything in the UK not really can I find it mm-hmm. um and that's one thing that you can you can guarantee that will come from us is kind of having the integrity and authenticity to be true to who we are and the consistency and always, aye, the consistency as well and always try to get the right and the best information out to the audience. And that will be challenging some some kind of bigger perspectives in the space, like our Weight Watchers or Slimming Worlds and all that sort of stuff. But it's no it's not it's never from a place of hate. As much as our emotions might come out in the podcast because it frustrates us. There's a lot of frustration from the fitness space and it's easy to jump and get right heated about it. But when you kind of bring it back down, it's like, right, these people are just trying to fix their health and they fitness. And they think that's the answer. Aye, aye. Here's something to consider. Mm-hmm. And I think that approach um, might be a wee bit more, I don't know, gimpy, I guess it's referred <laughs> to as. But um, the current status of how we're approaching health and fitness isn't it working. No. People don't need to be told they're too fat. People don't need to be told they're too lazy. That's not working. People don't need to be told move more, eat less. Aye, that, that, if that shit worked, We'd see this we'd massive. We'd be fine. I would see this massive curve of wow. Look, people are getting healthier. As soon as people stopped eating more, no, I stopped eating more and started moving less. I might not aware about. I moving started more. moving more, eating less. They would all lose weight every single time. Keep it off. Aye. So why did and and why it doesn't work is we've done number of episodes on this already, and um, the guys that are listening and you obviously have, have heard this already. But the the sustainability approach to health and fitness is the most overlooked thing, and that's that's what we are constantly communicating. And sustainability is not a linear line; it's no straight results. It's ups and downs and peaks and troughs. But see the mentality and the the awareness that you can have through that journey. That's just as healthy. And we say there's other things. It's not just about the gym workouts. It's not just about your nutrition. It's about your social relationships, your mentality. Are you, are you taking time for yourself? Are you getting outside? There's so many other things that we'll, we'll bring up. And, and hopefully you'll be along the, the, the journey with us. Um, you want a tissue? Uh-huh. I we start agreeing. No, I'm trying, uh-huh. I was trying to think, is there anything else that you would add to that? No, no. I just hope everyone who's listening for the first time who got here, you will listen again and again and again. I check out some <coughs> some of the older episodes for sure. Now, um, the you can find us on Instagram, so we'll, we'll shout them out. The, there is a joint Bulletproof Mindset page at Bulletproof Mindset underscore underscore. Uh, you'll find us there. You find our personal <coughs> coaching pages on Instagram as well at Coach Crosser for me at James McGinty PT for me. Slow it down, say it more. At James McGinty. I'd love you just to sit down once and just speak posh. Just <laughs> <to> speak <laughs> <of it>. Hello, <laughs> say, say, try and speak posh. Um, 
Hello there. That joke. Say, I'm going. I'm going down to the gym today, and I'm going to hit deadlifts. Well, Dale, I was thought I was going to actually go down to the gym today What's and hit deadlifts. Man? Nah, stick to what you're doing. I know I can't <laughs> do it. I've no get it in me. Uh, that's a skill I learned to not know. You can't have a strong accent because everybody's like, "What? I what? What?" That's a shop. Fuck off. <laughs> so yeah, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on TikTok. We're on um, all the other platforms at Bulletproof Mindset. You'll find us if you if you search that. Um, and I think we'll wrap it up there. So yeah, like really appreciate anyone, any of the new listeners, if you're tuned in. If you enjoyed today's episode, give us a bit of feedback. Let us know. Reach out. Ask us any questions. We do Q and A's from time to time as well. And um, if there's anything we can help you with, then then let us know. Probably if you are here, if you are still here at this point, there is a free Facebook group that you can join as well. The link for that is in the description below. We've got a ton of resources as well that you can join, but just check them out below if you if you're interested. But we go live every single Thursday answering questions. Um, so apart from that, enjoy today. No, no, enjoy the rest. Bye. Of the day. <laughs> <laughs> See you on the next one. <laughs>